0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Nuts and Beer Guts Podcast 2.0, coming at you with number two of the newly imagined, newly invented, newly. Chris Cullett is raising up his shirt right now, showing us the good stuff. He's here on the podcast with us. Chris, say hello to all the fans out there in podcast world. What's up, bitches? Wow, coming in hot. And our Georgia Peach, love to see him on the beach. Matt Hickey Hickman joins us back on the podcast 2.0. Hickman, tell him what it's about, son i gotta got to clear my throat, guys, from
1: that two-year hiatus. So, uh, yeah, glad glad to be back um, in new location. I'm now in Georgia. Moved since the podcast took its break. So,
0: different surroundings, same bad takes. Glad to have you back. Good to look at you. Why is everybody looking skinnier but me since the COVID started? I'm a little pissed off about that.
2: I'm on a diet, uh, weighing myself daily, tracking the weight, down eight pounds since uh, since the draft. Wow. Yeah. Did I you can tell by my man at, boobs.
0: Did you gain eight pounds at the draft and then Let's, just lose
2: that? That's not important. Okay. Don't
0: want to get too technical. Hickman, what are yeah. you doing to look so fine these days?
1: Um, it's just a natural glow for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. When the podcast first started, I had recently lost 60 pounds Yes, uh, from the first time the podcast started. Since that time, I have gained 45 of those back. So, you know, I'm definitely not looking skinnier. It's just um, I'm just happy about all the ribs I've eaten,
0: I guess. Well, you know, Higman, it's all about balance.
1: It's true. I like to all about swing giant pendulums and somewhere
0: in the middle. What do you like to swing?
1: <laughs> giant pendulum swing. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <sorry. laughs> Let's clear. Well, with that being said, that's a good segue right into the college football week, week number one in the books. Gentlemen,
2: what are your takes on the week we saw in college football this week? Here you hickey. Go ahead. Uh, we'll start with the good from this week. Uh, the good is fans are back, the atmospheres are electric. Uh, I think it's pre COVID levels. Uh, I, I, uh, I really struggled to get into sports without fans in the stands. Uh, even like 50% capacity, it's just not the same. Uh, but this week just felt electric. Started Thursday. Uh, you got Tennessee fans on Rocky Talk excited for first half. hype, cashing those bets. Uh, the Old Dominion game, Virginia Tech, uh, was that Friday night? Uh, crazy. It was rough. Uh, that was good. And then Saturday. All day Saturday was just football, football, football. Uh, Sunday night, you had the – The LSU, uh, who do they play? LSU, Florida State. Yeah, just fans in the stands, uh, electric environment. It it felt like old times again. So they got me pumped up. That's my my good for the week on college football.
1: Yeah, I'm glad it's back. I mean, that's a lot. I'm glad football season's fun. This is my favorite time of year. It's all starting. Um, Yeah, watching a few. I mean, I watched part of East Carolina versus NC State. On Saturday. Just it was on. I was playing with the kids and that was a Same. fun game to watch. Same. Uh, but Brock Osweiler is the play by play man. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. I didn't know he needed another paycheck after the Texas bought out that uh that Broncos contract. But anyway, yeah, that, that was fun. Um even uh yeah, stayed up watching some games. My kids kids are watching that. Benny decided she likes the Oregon Ducks because she thinks it's hilarious that a team is called the Ducks. <laughs> quack, quack. <laughs> Yeah, there are the worst
2: team she could like.
1: It's true. Her mama wants her to be a Gators fan. She said go Gators, but today she said my all-time favorite is the Ducks because that's really silly. So I think that's a win. And I think Bodine right could jump on
0: that wagon with, with Ben. I, mean, I really do.
1: Ducks. I mean, sure. Why not? They have cool yeah.
0: uniforms. What about Porter? What's his take on that?
1: Oh, he's a Vol fan. Okay. Porter is Way. being raised right. He is to abs- go, Rico. Yeah, yeah. Anytime he sees anything Gators related, he goes, We don't like the Gators, do we, Dad? Boo, Gators! So, proud
2: just of when I thought I couldn't like him more. That's right. Uh,
1: he's, he's with us. Don't worry. Well,
0: here are the two things I know about college football this weekend. I watched a little less than zero. Actually, I watched about two minutes, and it was just long enough to watch Virginia Tech blow it there in the final 45 seconds. I uh, love the meme going around. Two things that Virginia Tech just can't figure out. It's the ODU logo, and then you swipe over to the next picture, and it's an elevator. Because <laughs> I'm sure everyone has yeah. heard about that by now. The coaches it's apparently, um, after halftime, uh, got stuck on the elevators there um, at ODU. The other thing that I took away from college football was that it's back. Uh, who did Clemson play? Uh, the Georgia Tech? Georgia Tech. Tech. Yeah, Tech. Uh, Georgia Tech. Yeah, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Yeah. Georgia Tech. Um, I watched a fight in the stands, and they were making a big deal out of it because some skinny kid in Crocs uh, knocked out some fat dude that wasn't wearing Crocs, oh. and just just fed him his lunch. And um, I hate seeing that stuff, actually. But for some reason, they made a big deal out of the kid who was wearing Crocs. I don't.
1: I mean, as a fat dude that doesn't wear Crocs, I'm embarrassed.
0: <laughs> no, I usually don't. I have a rule. Well, you know, I have a rule like if there's somebody wearing Crocs out public like that, um at that age, they don't have a lot to lose, and I don't want to mess with that person because they're not going to disagree with me and have a conversation. It's going to be biting and fistfights. You know what I'm saying?
1: It's a good point. Just judge how much someone has to lose based on the shoes they're wearing. If it's uh yeah, if it's gross Birkenstocks, I've Crocs, had- or you know, beat up Payless sandals, bah.
0: Yeah, if it's Fairies, I'm whipping that guy's ass all day. Crocs. I'm not even picking that fight. <laughs> no, sir. That's fair. So, what else in college football this weekend?
1: Well, I, I I'm bummed about this. Um, I would like for just once for Florida to hire just a flat out incompetent coach.
2: They won't West do ch- it. Plus Champ was close.
1: Yeah, but he still like was competent. I would say they won. They went like 12 and two one year. So. With Muschamp, they, they can't manage to hire a Butch or a, um, you know, Dooley or a, you know, Pruitt. They managed to get competent guys at least. Coming out, very first game for Bill and Napier. They beat uh, a seventh ranked team. Which I think it's probably a bit generous.
2: Pretty generous on that one. Um,
1: but still, it's a great win for them right, right off the bat. Uh, that was an awesome atmosphere too. Uh, I was in that game, so it's good Good
0: to see those guys excited. So, Florida beat LSU, correct?
2: <laughs> no, they beat Utah. Utah,
0: Utah. the U.S. right? Who's right number seven? I Utah don't know now. They weren't. Was. That doesn't even make sense, and I didn't even know that. So, the
1: Pac 12 <laughs> boy, that's that was my bad. From,
2: that was ahead. my bad. That was my bad. Was Pac 12. Uh, Utah is supposed to be the class of that conference, you could argue USC. Uh, Goes and plays about the tenth preseason, tenth ranked uh, SEC team, and uh, yeah, they Florida looked up to the match. It looked like the better team, honestly. They really, uh, did. yeah. Utah Utah schemed a little better uh, to get guys open on offense and keep the ball moving, but Florida's quarterback Richardson, uh, stud, he looked really, he looked really good. He really looked good. Really good. Uh, so yeah, that them Oregon got shellacked by Georgia. That game was over before it started. A uh, funny story about that. I did not know Bo Nix played for Oregon. Uh, turn on the game like right at kickoff, and they start hyping up Bo Nix at Oregon, and I immediately get on DraftKings, and I'm like, uh, first quarter, first half, and Georgia just bam, bam, bam. Uh, I'm just betting against Bo Nix. I don't, I don't know what Georgia has, but uh, that those were all winners on that one. And then I you know would you bet s- against
0: you would bet against a guy named Bo
2: Nix. I know, shocker. A uh, pretty terrible quarterback. He was terrible at Auburn. I don't know why him changing schools would make him any better. But some uh, the announcers really hyped him up a lot. And wasn't then, Bo good? Go ahead. No, you're well, good.
1: Said, wasn't Bo Nex's signature win at Auburn against Oregon?
2: I don't remember that. It <laughs> I think been. there was.
0: I want to look at that, but I'm pretty sure. That's Mark the it case. down. Guarantee you, Hickman's right. I
2: I would ball. too. I would too on that one. And then. Also, I don't know if y'all saw the UCLA crowd, uh, the picture oh, of the stands. That I, I think there was more uh, people at a Johnson-Baba College girls basketball game than there was uh, that UCLA football game. It was bad. Is, so, is
1: Brian Kelly –
2: not Brian Kelly. Chip Chip Kelly's, I think he is, yeah. yeah. I mean, they ended up – like, it was close for, through two quarters. Uh, they pulled away in the second half, so, I mean, they did win by a good amount. But the crowd was just – you're like yikes that's uh it's a bad eye uh so yeah, overall so. bad weekend for the pack 12 or pack eight as it's about to be or whatever it's gonna be
1: yeah that conference is the, the yeah it's it's imploding um and real quick in i looked it up in 2019 the first game of the season that long ago um bo nicks led auburn from a 21 to 6 third quarter deficit to a wow. 27-21 win. He threw a touchdown with 9 seconds left to beat the uh Oregons. So that was his wow. That was his uh signature win, I believe.
2: And Oregon said, "Let's pick him up." Yep. That was probably his best game at at Auburn.
1: Uh, it probably was. I Auburn has not had much success over the past several years. I always had kind of a soft spot for Auburn. We as a Tennessee That's, fan, we hate the same teams. So
0: that is it's true. true. So what else with the ugly this week in college football?
2: You or Hickey?
1: Uh, so I mean, I I feel bad for our boy Peak in Virginia Tech. Uh that that whole debacle. I think that's the second time old Dominion has beaten Virginia Tech in the past several years. Um I I've always that's another Virginia Tech Center School I've always kind of liked. Um, we got to, we went to a game of genie tech and to Cole hates him, but you know, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, peak and, uh, his family took, took a few of us to a game. I think it was Oh five Oh four Oh five season. Maybe even been o three. three. It was in college. Uh, I think it may have been
2: 03 before I was there,
1: he's before you there, Chuck went, it was Chuck Van Hooks freshman year. He got to go. Um we sat in the nosebleeds to play uh for Virginia Tech versus James Madison where McClure McClure may have been there we didn't even know. Um but it was a cool atmosphere but man how how the Hokies have fallen. Um mm. you could at least count on them to be scrappy in any big game but now losing to Old Dominion, man.
2: Uh Do so you know they have sad. like a 10 year deal with Old Dominion? I think multiple trips to Old Dominion oh, during that the, contract.
1: They have yeah. a home and away with home. They have, oh my
2: gosh. I think it may be like two homes, one away kind of thing. So I think it's about three or four out of the next 10 years. That's
1: unbelievable.
2: Yeah.
0: It's, it's like incredible. being in a marriage where you just want her to slap you around a little bit
2: <laughs> and you're contracted for 10 years. <laughs> Surprise.
1: It's oh, quite an analogy there. My,
2: my ugly was, uh, Brian Kelly. Uh, I love the LSU, uh, I I love it. It's just been a disaster. It's like one headline after another, and it's just more damning, more damning. Uh, 90% of his contract's guaranteed, so whenever they want to get rid of him in two years or something, he's going to be guaranteed about $80 million. Uh, Yeah, that's that's treacherous. The only team in the SEC that lost, has a loss, is LSU. Wouldn't have guessed that one. And Vanderbilt's played two games.
1: Oh, wow. That's I don't care who they're against. That's that's pretty good.
2: I think Vanderbilt. You know, oh, hold on one second. Vanderbilt's over under for the season is two and a half. So I think they have a game against like Wake Forest and another one against maybe Northern Illinois or somebody like that. That are their two most likely wins. Okay. So they need one more win. to Hit the over. Do the Vols take down Vanderbilt this year? The Commodores Do take down Vanderbilt? Are you kidding me? I feel pretty good about. I oh, was gonna say that. Pittsburgh.
0: The last Tennessee game I ever went to, they lost to Vanderbilt. I was Uh-oh. with Elliot Wayman, who Uh-oh. was a huge Vanderbilt fan. And I had to sit, oh, there, was
2: awful.
0: Had to sit there kneeling. Uh, had corner seats there, uh, probably about oh. 20, 20 rows up.
2: I think there's a chance I was at that game.
0: When was I that? that? I, ta- I, told you, I, I, I think, think I talked might to have you. I think I talked to
2: you there. there. Yeah. Might even saw, I saw you, actually. It was probably like 20, 13? We weren't drinking at all.
0: Nah. Yeah. Never. Yeah, never. I saw you there. I saw you there. I'm actually with, with tech losing, you know, I I do that now that I'm back in Roanoke, I'm slowly starting to be like, okay, that's kind of our home team there. But man, they're just embarrassing. Um, we do plan on going to the Thursday night game this year against West Virginia, and tickets just got cheaper on Saturday. Um, so so that's nice. Last Thursday night game I ever went to was actually in like the president's box, and I remember sitting there thinking, "Man, these windows are so clean." And then I realized there were no windows. Let let that marinate, people. Anywho, moving on. Do we have anything else on college football? Eat Not shit really. Um
1: I'm stuck. Yeah, I'm stuck for this weekend. I think. Um, you know, let's get a quick pick: Vols versus Pitt. What do you have?
2: Uh, so I have uh, first quarter hypo, uh first half hypo, and I have pit money line. Uh, got to hedge the bet there. I think it's plus two hundred five. Last I saw for uh, pit money line. So, I mean, I can, I, I'll, I'm guaranteed to win first quarter, first half because first half hypo yeah. doesn't disappoint. Uh, and then pit money is kind of a whatever. It's uh, if if Tennessee loses, I would at least I win money, and if Tennessee wins, then we're two and zero. Oh, I'm excited. We'll be undefeated going into the swamp. Uh, or they're coming here, I think this year
1: Mm -hmm. coming to Knoxville. Yeah,
2: They're coming to Knoxville. So yeah, I'm going to do first quarter, first half, and then money line on pit.
1: That's one of the worst things about living in Georgia, aside from a state income tax is that I cannot have any sort of sports betting. So yes, I miss Tennessee for a few reasons. I'd love to uh, bet against the vols and hedge my feelings. Always a good move. Um, I think, uh, I do think Pitt wins. I think, I think it's a high scoring affair. Um, but uh, it'd be a fun game to watch. But I, th- I think Pitt wins a close one. Um,
0: pick the over.
2: We think the well, same.
0: Yeah. Due to your boys' takes, uh, I'm going to put money on Pitt. I'll put $50 on Pitt this week, um, just on what you guys just said. So next week, we'll find we are out experts. If we win any money. Well, here's the thing we just got FanDuel, obviously, last year here in Virginia. Also, just started watching Premier League soccer this year. I think we're on week four coming up, maybe week five.
2: See where Chelsea canned their coach today?
0: I did. Yeah, big news. Um, I'm 0 for 4, though, betting on Premier Soccer games so far this season. <laughs> A
2: little you? in the hole. Can you so, give me some uh, soccer picks so I can fade them?
0: <laughs> uh, you, I would say Arsenal on just about anybody, but this weekend they got upset by Manchester United. Really quick. If you're trying to binge watch something not football related, but soccer related on FX, welcome to Rexham. It's fantastic. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and the guy from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, they bought a soccer team in the National League of Soccer. It's the lowest division of soccer. And they bought the team to build it back up. Just to give you an idea about their star power, their sponsor was a hauling company. And then the, after the, the season that they bought the team, the second season, they now are sponsored by TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> So they've got some cash flow coming. A little star power. Now. All right. Yeah. So, um, it's but it's, it's a great show. It comes on Thursdays on FX. Welcome to Rexham. Highly recommend it. Totally off topic, but that's why you have me on here. True. That's what I've been told. It's in my contract. It's a good looks. Yep. And and good looks. I have a face for podcasting. So super poor. We got hot takes coming with the NFL season. I know we got some good ones. Cull it, you want to lead us off and we'll come right back.
2: Okay. To Hickman and then myself. Okay. Sure. So this is the uh, most likely to be a shared, uh, shared uh, hot take. Uh, first coach to be fired, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, plus 1200. Uh, looked up the Cardinals schedule and it is, it's, there's a good chance they're 0 3 uh, going into, uh, there's a good th- their 0-3 going into their fourth game, which is at Carolina. They open the season at home against the Chiefs. Uh, it's not a stretch to see them lose that one. Their next game is at the Raiders. Not a stretch to see them lose that one. Next game is a home game against the Rams. 0-3 is very possible. Kingsbury is not a good coach. I don't know anybody that thinks he's a good coach. Uh, their fourth game is at Carolina. He, yeah, he's his girl's pretty hot. Smoke show. Uh no, at, at Carolina, Carolina has a chance to be not terrible. Uh I think Baker's a competent quarterback. Christian McCaffrey has a good chance to be healthy week four. So if they go 0 and 4, I could see the them pull in them because they have a home game against the Eagles uh after that. So Cliff Kingsbury plus 1,200, first coach to be fired. It's also the same odds as Mike Frable which seems what? bizarre. That's ridiculous. I, uh, yeah, I, I know. I If anybody wants to place money on that plus 1,200 Mike Vrabel, I would happily book that one because there's uh, yeah, personally, 0% yeah. chance. I'd personally book it and, yeah. He could go 4 and 13 and not get fired. I mean, we had Jeff Fisher <laughs> for, nine, what, 12, 14, 15 years, there something were a like lot that.
1: Of, there were a lot of 7 and 9s.
2: A lot of 8 and 8s, too, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah why yeah. Mike Vrabel?
2: I don't, don't know. You?
0: That's more, was, yeah.
2: I saw he was that and I was just like, I that's not happening at all. So how Kingsbury and Vrabel have the same odds is shocking. Are we going for off-field activity? I don't know. They must know something we don't.
1: Right. Yeah, I don't know what he's Vrabel's got the Matt Lauer do. button
2: in his office going to break.
0: <laughs> I don't know what, what's going on here. Oh
1: man. I'm gonna I sip that. I think that's a good take. Um nice work finding those odds, especially as it's compared to Vrabel. Um I think uh, there's a, a couple contenders there. You know, if, if everything goes south with with Washington, you know Rivera could be on the chopping block just because it's Dan Snyder and
2: the cancer survivor. Come on, I man. know.
1: I like I'm a, I like Ron Rivera. Uh, Same. He's he's you know they're not going they're not going to be a dumpster fire, but if they're starting Carson, Carson Wentz, Wentz, they could be a dumpster fire, right? They <laughs> they they a few years ago it was just you know they when they made they won the division at like seven eight and one or something, and it was. Largely because of Ron Rivera, because that roster was garbage. I think the one that I think the Jets are going to be an absolute train wreck. No
2: faith uh, I in could Blacko? see
1: Roberts. <laughs> shockingly, I don't. Oh, uh, oh, Joey. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think the Jets. I think Robert Saleh, though he's only wasn't his second year. Uh, could be um, second year, yeah. I they could start a solid Owens. I mean, if they don't beat the Browns in week two, I mean, Ravens, Jets, Bengals, Steelers, Dolphins, Packers, I mean, maybe they can take the Dolphins out, but they don't beat the Browns. There's, there, I mean, that's.
2: Do you know what coach has the best odds to get fired? First coach fired? It's plus plus 235. Matt Rule? Yep. Matt Rule. Yeah.
1: I'm with you. I think, I think they have a chance to be not terrible. They have, they have weapons, and I'm not a Baker fan, but competent is. That's a he, huge upgrade. It really is. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm going to chug that cuz I just don't like the guy's face. Like it's very punchable. <laughs> so That's I'm going to chug most that. Most
1: punchable face. Love it. Yes. Love
0: it. Most punchable right. face. One one thing I, I looked up as we were talking. Guess who the has the 12th highest odds of being fired or released this year of their duties? Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, who if you remember on the previous podcast, that was one of my predictions for this season: that Mike Tomlin, this will be his last year with the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. Do you know who's tied with Tomlin though, Chris?
2: I'm going to go with Bill Belichick,
0: Jim Harbaugh. So we got two long-running coaches: uh, Jim John, Harbaugh, John,
2: John Harbaugh. Damn it! I don't, I don't see. Yes, John. John okay, yeah. you feel
0: good for calling me out about it. I Put do. me on here, talk about football, get one wrong name. Oh, <laughs> Hickman says whatever he wants. We just believe him because it's Hickman. <laughs> I'm chugging that guy that I want to punch in the face, getting fired. I hope he gets fired. And his girlfriend breaks up with him. Cool.
2: Hickey, let's Picky. hear the hot take. Did you do my first
1: one? All right. Hot take, hot take, hot take. Here's my first one. All right. Um, this is a predictable take from me. The Steelers will be better than they were last year because their quarterback play will improve. Y'all's faces are golden. How dare you? I have thought Roethlisberger has been trash for the past three seasons.
2: Or like 15.
1: Well, I've never liked, again, as a person I was out, and I've been consistent about this in about 2010. um, As a quarterback, I've been out since about 14?
2: That sounds about right. It's been right. a long time. I've yes. always felt like
1: he's the most overrated quarterback of that generation. His He got by on athleticism and you know arm strength. That's been gone for a while. He, he just tries to force it into tight spots. <laughs> you know? He's with the king of its third and six, and he chucks it in double coverage 40 yards downfield.
2: That's nice punt. Nice punt.
1: It, it, it was really. I mean, so I'm not saying Trubisky is great. He's going to be... Average Awful. until Pickett takes over. They're going to switch to more like even worse. They're going to be game managers. They're going to keep it. Gonna keep everything close to the vest, close to the chest. And uh, the Steelers sneak around at nine wins. and Don't go under 500 because their quarterback play is
2: better. I'm going to pour that out. Pour it out. Um I think the offensive lines absolute hot garbage. I think Big Ben could cover up for that a little bit because he's can feel the rush and feel when it's getting to him. Uh the defense, they they have some good players and some not great players. Uh I don't think they're I mean TJ Watt's a stud, Fitzpatrick and safety is a stud. Hayward uh Hayward's in the in the middle's good. I mean they 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 have some good players but they also have holes. Uh Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like – I just feel like they're not a good team. Uh, I I like Baltimore. I like Cincinnati. I think the Bengals, I, I, they have a good defense. I, the quarterback play is going to be terrible until Watson gets back. Uh, but if they can somehow manage to be like five and six or something like that, you know what I mean, until Watson gets back, I mean, they have a chance to be respectable. Uh, and with Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, to Ernest Johnson. Oh, Ernest, my boy. Uh, offensive line's are a good about offensive the line. Right now. I know. I'm just saying, like, that's that's the competition the Steelers have to play twice. I mean, it's I think that's that should be some concern there. So I'm gonna pour it out. Hmm. I wanted to believe it because Hickman was saying it. But I said last week the reason
0: Tomlins this is gonna be his last season is because it's gonna be a disaster. I want to believe to what you said. I like Najee in the backfield. But what you just said, there's a lot of holes in that team still. It's a good division. I just I, I, I like I like Joe Burrow. Too.
1: No, no, those teams are better. Right? I, the, I just
0: Bengals I want, and the Ravens are better. You know what? I'm gonna sip it. All right. That's fair. I'm gonna sip it because because you said so. And um
1: my takes aren't that good, but hey. that's
0: just that's just where I am with it. <laughs> and we get we still got Juju, right? Not.
2: <laughs> oh. Not He's on the trade block in case you want him, though. Is he really? He might be. Hmm. Hmm. I did offer him this week for somebody. Gotcha. They never My replied. hot take. My hot take. Are you ready for this
0: one? I'm ready for this one.
2: I'm going to prematurely pour it out just because just it's a hot take from you.
0: It's slightly, slightly offensive, but okay. Yeah, just, yeah. It wouldn't be you if it wasn't slightly offensive. Rob Gronkowski will play in the 2022-2023 season.
2: Okay, I take, I take it back. I'll sip this one. I think he has the itch to play. I don't think he wanted to go through training camp, and I don't necessarily think he wants to go through 17 games. He's a guy that could show up week six on a roster and not necessarily Tampa. Oh. Uh, there's a quarterback that's good, a team that's good. Uh I could see him... uh the Packers seem like a perfect spot for him to land. Uh, I just, I just think if, I think he's going to be a front runner. And if a team's five and one or so heading into week seven, I think he could end up on that roster. So yeah, I'll sip it. I'm, I'm with you. Cole.
1: I'm going to chug it. He's uh, the, the bucks are going to, you know, the bucks are in a bad division and uh, you're right. It may not necessarily be, um, beat Tampa, but you're right. He's absolutely a front runner. Um, you know, something could happen. You know, Kelsey gets hurt or something. He's, he's a phone call away. Um, yep. And, uh, yeah, Gronk will come back. He'll catch, you know, touchdowns at clutch times 20, about, t- about 10 of them. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a fun one. I think we're kicking it back over to Mr. Chris Cullett for his next mild hot take.
2: Uh my next one, uh this guy is plus 3500 to lead the NFL in rushing this year. Saquon Barkley. Um the dude's getting all the carries as long as he's healthy. Uh they're going to give him the 20 carries a game. Uh so volume's there which which kind of eliminates I don't know, two-thirds of the running backs in the league because uh, the volume just won't be there for them to lead the league in that. Uh, he's had a healthy offseason. He's looked good. Uh, and at the Giants' Brian Dayball, I'm kind of a fan of him as a head coach. He's going to feed Saquon. Uh, and Saquon's running for a contract. So at plus 3,500, those are some damn good odds. Uh not saying it's obviously not going to happen, but, I mean, for that, I mean – you, I mean you throw fifty dollars on it to win seventeen fifty. I think it's fifty dollars well spent. So yeah. That's my uh hot take there.
0: And you're chugging that, correct?
2: I'm chugging it, yeah. That's Saquon's right. Saquon's the one person in the draft I wanted going in, and he went for fifty plus dollars and I was just like couldn't pull the trigger and I kicked myself from that. So yeah.
1: I'm gonna sip that. I think he's actually in the best circumstance he may have ever been in. He's been on awful teams. Um and he said just I mean his coaches have been terrible. Yes. I mean that's he's got the biggest upgrade there. Um I I could see it. He's healthy. It's it was the, the year I mean he's
2: two years two removed from AC two years
1: removed from a big and it's usually that's usually when it when when somebody Yeah. yeah.
2: I get I get Jamal um, Charles vibes from whatever year was I drafted him over Adrian Peterson. so yeah, That was uh,
1: that was your big year. Uh,
0: yeah.
2: you know,
1: I like that take. That's a good one.
0: Yeah, I'm going to chug that. Um, Saquon Barkley, you know, comes in the season healthy, working behind a revamped offensive line as well as the New Giants' <laughs> offensive scheme. Uh, I mean, his touches should be plentiful in week one uh, versus the Titans, I believe. Uh, though Tennessee allowed just 84.6, I believe, yards rushing per game last season. Uh, second in the NFL, I think we'll have a very effective game week one.
1: Wow, what a polished take, Cole.
0: I mean, you know, I just – always been a big Saquon fan. Saquon Barley's my guy. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. I am going to chug that because I just uh, actually drafted him about an hour ago in my $2,000 money league, and uh, he was my number one pick, and I need Big Daddy to bring it home. And any dude wearing a hemp necklace in 2022 with one earring has got my vote, something about his face.
1: Too rich for my blood, but I like it.
0: I didn't pay $2,000 to get in the league. I can win $2,000. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's... <laughs> Just over your humble bragging about dropping 2K into a draft. Have you played – do you think I would spend $2,000 <laughs> betting on myself to win a fancy football league?
2: I would hope not. No. I, I wouldn't put it past you, though. Have that I won $3,000
0: anyway. from that league? Yes. Nice. Allegedly. I take all the knowledge that I learned from our little auction thing we do and then I apply it to the snake draft, and I win. Hickman.
1: Okay. The, so this next one um, may sound a little contradictory to my previous take. Um, the AFC is really good. Okay, um, and I do think, e- even though I'm, you know, the Steelers are going to do a little bit, you know, I feel like they're going to be a little bit better. Um, you know, Ravens, Bengals, one of those teams got to win. I'm still going to say that all of the AFC West makes the playoffs.
2: The whole division. I Last week's episode, I was showing a lot of love for the AFC West. Best, best division in football by a country mile. Uh, should be high scoring games that are awesome. So I like where your head's at right there. So they play the AFC South. Um, timeout, timeout, timeout. What are you trying to say?
1: I think the Jaguars and the Texans are part of the AFC South. The Colts and the Titans are you know, formidable, the AFC, and they also play the NFC West, which the Seahawks are awful. We've talked about the Cardinals, um, you know, Rams, Super Bowl hangover, 49ers are, who knows, who knows, right? So um, I see a lot of wins out of that. They're going to beat each other up. Um, Also, this is sort of a, uh, I don't know, this is just something fun that's not necessary to bring up, but I'm going to do it. You think of like the divisions with the best, like the best set of quarterbacks, top to bottom ever. That's a pretty impressive one that they've got, uh, right?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we all agree that Carr's the worst, and
1: most and teams, s- and he's not bad.
2: He's, he's top half of NFL starting quarterbacks. Yeah, half
1: the teams would be happy to take Carr. Yes. Um, I was going through just not just looking at divisions that had a crazy amount of good quarterbacks. Um, Nineteen ninety three, AFC East. Yeah, Bills. Bills had Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Yep. Dolphins had Dan Marino. Gotcha. the The Jets starter was former MVP Boomer Esiason. boomer Boomer. Yeah. Yeah. Super Bowl starter. The Patriots, number yes, one Patriots. pick.
0: Was Patriots was Drew True Bledsoe. Drew True True Bledsoe. Bledsoe.
1: Ah. That's a quite a, and then the, the culture in that division back then. Their quarterback was Jeff George, um, who another
2: number one overall pick, right?
1: Number one overall pick, but quite a. I mean, what a crazy division, right, back then of, of some, you know, two Hall of Famers. Uh, you know, but that's... Not, that doesn't pertain to anything now. But just a really, I can't help myself but bring that up. But this is a really fun division this year, and that's my that's my take.
2: Chug, love it.
0: I'm going to sip it just because every single team, how often does that happen to every single team? Never. The yeah, yeah, yeah. never. That's why I'm just going to sip it. Sounds really cool. That sounds fair. fun. Great quarterbacks. Um, I was thinking about, like, man, that was the epitome of, like, I think that's the word I want to use, like card collecting back in the day. <laughs> I remember I had so many Drew Bledsoe cards. There was that one quarterback that played for the Seahawks. I just love the Seahawks back then just because of their their uniforms. Rick Miner. Rick Meyer. Rick Meyer. Rick Meyer. Rick he was, Meyer. The, he had,
1: was picked right after blood. So. yeah,
0: had a bunch of Rick Meyer cards. Um, That, that was fun. But good stuff, guys. My hot take. Um, Baker Mayfield. talking about him getting his confidence back. Baker Mayfield is going to throw for, for more touchdowns this year than Tom Brady.
2: That's a hot take. That is a
1: hot take, man.
0: If you can't stand the heat, get your ass out the kitchen. Oh. Baker on a mission.
2: I'll sip it because I think there's a chance that Tom Brady retires midseason. So that's the mm. only reason I sip it. Uh, if things go south, I could see Tom hanging it up midseason. Uh, so I'll sip it for that reason. If Tom plays 17 games, I'd have to pour that out.
1: Man, that's that's an interesting call. That's um, a good one I, though. It is. I'm I'm gonna have to sip too. But to your point. It could happen. that The Bucks start 0 and 4. It's not likely, but they start. They start with the Cowboys, who high scoring team, right? It's going to be a shootout. The Saints. The Saints just always have their number. The Bucks have never beaten them in the regular season since Tom Brady's been there. Then they have the Packers, and then the Chiefs. Um, that's a real tough start. It's not likely, but I'm I'm with you. I could see Tom just like, I'm out. I'm out. Um, that's a fun take. I'm gonna sip that too.
0: I well, the thing with Tom though, I I feel like he's too much of a competitor. I know he retired. We talked last podcast. If you tuned in about once you retire, you might lose that edge a little bit. I just don't see him going out early, no matter what.
1: So he's like, yeah, he and Michael Jordan are similar. It's like wired that way that it's everything yeah. else is dysfunctional, right? Just because of their solar, like singular focus on competition and winning.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, as much as I used to hate Tom Brady, I would hate to see him end it with just saying I'm out.
1: I'd be fine with it.
0: (laughs) I know you would. (laughs) (laughs) I know you would. But are him and Giselle doing okay? I know that was rumored. That's why he was missing camp. Are Uh, they good? I really uh, do. Who
2: right.
1: knows? I haven't
0: talked to Giselle in a minute, so I've been, sure. I've been thinking about it lately. You know, maybe we could do one of those uh, calls like we did the football draft, where we just call her up. Maybe I could talk to her. On the see, next what,
1: yeah, see what happens. Okay. Next cool.
0: podcast, we'll give Giselle a call and just check in <laughs> and, and see how things are going um, with her and Tom. Call it. Bring us home with our third and last hot of
2: the pod. Are we? Um, I'm going to go good? with. Uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of pick. I got Three. four good ones. Okay. Can you, cool. can I do a fourth good one. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to wow. piggyback off Hickman's last take a little bit. And I'm going to say at plus 750, the Jaguars win the AFC South. Uh, well, I think me... Urban was that bad of a coach. Uh, so you have Trevor Lawrence, who has the potential to be good, uh, he has weapons around him. Uh, Christian Kirk, I know he's not worth eighteen million, but he is an upgrade at what they had. Evan Ingram, I think, uh, could be one of those. Uh, he's on a different team, change of environment. You mentioned the Giants were dysfunctional while he was there, so it's kind of a new beginning for him. BTN uh, in the backfield with Robinson, the defense isn't bad. Josh Allen can get to the quarterback.
1: Uh, Trayvon Walker, first pick.
2: Yeah, uh, and I think. The Titans, uh, as long as they stay healthy, I think the Titans are better than the Jags. But Harold Landry's going to miss the whole year. Uh, I'm still not sold on Indianapolis. I mean, Matt Ryan is an upgrade over Carson Wentz for sure. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's due for an injury; hasn't had one since he got to the NFL, so it's just a matter of time there. I could. It wouldn't shock me at all if the Jaguars won, not because they're good, but because that division's shit. So, hot take. <sighs>
1: as much as my wife would love this, like she is a diehard Jags fan. I've, I've got to pour it out. I, I do think Lawrence has a great candidate for making a leap. Um, and I'm with urban, like maybe the worst coach hired. in. I mean, NFL history, I mean, (laughs) that's, he didn't know who Aaron Donald was. He had some other things on his mind last season, guys, and it wasn't football. It was co-eds in Columbus, Ohio, or wherever he was. It happens. The he best didn't fly back with the team. It's just, yeah. Um, there's the 30. We need a number of 30 for 30s on Urban.
2: Uh, you know, the 08 uh, Gators. 08 Gators. Oh, my gosh.
1: Like the worst collections of humans that were also really good at football. Plus
2: Tim Tebow. <laughs>
1: Plus Tim Tebow, yeah. Yeah. Um I gotta pour it out. I don't I don't see it happening. I do I I do think they're gonna get better. Um, but two wins, they might triple it and then only get some six. I I actually am in on the Colts though. That's right. Um I think I like Frank Reich and I think um I think Matt Ryan's a pretty massive upgrade over Wentz.
0: A couple years ago I was on the old Instagram. And somebody shared a video of Trevor Lawrence pushing a kid around on the basketball court. And just something about that guy's face. So I'm going to pour it out. I think he's, he just wanted a to punch it. he's a douche and I don't like him and I'm going to pour it out. I think he's a loser. Makes a lot of money. Strong, strong reactions to faces, but a loser. You can really tell the success of a baseball player by their face. They say, I think it's safe for football. I have the face of like an NFL center like Jeff Saturday. (laughs) So yeah. Hickman, what's your next Mm -hmm. hot take?
1: Okay, this one's this one's out there. I don't I would I'm curious. I haven't looked up the odds. I need to look at the odds for this. I'll pull it up as y'all are deciding whether you sip it or pour it. Um I think the NFC is absolutely wide open. Right, like I don't – there's – the AFC has so many good teams. The NFC has a hand like three that you can – Not many. Like you know the, the Rams are going to be good. McVay is not going to let them be bad. The Bucks at Brady's is going to be decent. The Packers are probably going to be okay. So I'm going to go on a limb. I think this quarterback makes a leap. I think they're healthier. I don't believe in their coach, but I'm going to say that Dallas gets the one seed. Mm. Ooh
2: and loses in the second round of the playoffs.
1: Absolutely. They okay. get the one seed, but uh, and don't do anything with I'm I like I like Dak Prescott. I think he's
2: I like I him too. I think he's really
1: good. He's like few people stand in the pocket and delivers a dart like Dak. Um their their offensive line's pretty good. They have I mean Zeke is, has regressed, but Tony Pollard's probably better. They've got playmakers on defense. Um I think they take the one seed.
0: A lot of love for dim boys so far the past two podcasts from McClure and from (laughs) Hickman.
1: Doesn't Hmm. happen much. I'll chug that. Hmm.
0: I'll chug it just based on Dak. I think he's, he's very likable. He, I think he's a leader and this could be the time for the Cowboys to actually return as America's team.
2: I will sip it. And, uh, last last week whenever we were doing uh, who's gonna be the Super Bowl, I picked the bills pretty fast uh, mm-hmm. and when I had to pick a team from the NFC, I sat there and I was like, oh. I mean, the Eagles, the 49ers, the Bucks, the Rams, the Packers, Vikings, I was like, those teams could be good. I don't see any great teams there uh, not. and I was just like oh, that's that's bad, uh so I'll sip it because I think anything's possible as you said, yep. wide open and not that good.
0: Right. Okay. My my last hot take that I that I have um, it's actually not a hot take. It's just it's reality. All right. It's just it's a take and it's reality. And and I'm gonna say it. I don't think we will see my boy Marshawn Lynch run through anybody's <laughs> face this season in the NFL. Chug. It's been real. It's been fun. Marshawn, I believe you. If you say you weren't drinking, you weren't drinking. Thank you for so many years of just fantasy bliss and for entertainment value. We'll call you next week on the podcast too, so have your phone on. You definitely want to have some words I got I got to say to you, but uh, I don't think we'll see you on the field this year. Goodbye, Marshawn.
1: That was a heartfelt tribute and, you know, uh, goodbye RIP to that career. From Marshawn, I... I think I'm chugging that. Love Marshawn. Uh I remember in about two thousand and nine he had a blog.
2: Yes. It
1: was awesome. Uh (laughs) Beast Mode blog. It made almost no sense. Um (laughs) but uh somehow Marshawn, you know, managed to leave Buffalo and come into our hearts and we love the guy. And if only he had gotten the ball on the one yard line. Mm. Mm. that's Super
2: Bowl yep ready for the last hot take what, what else can we forward? say this is my hottest take of all that's why I just want to have it have it recorded so if it happens I can be like hey we're going back to replay this Gardner Minshew makes the Pro Bowl yes oh love it Gardner Minshew the makes the Pro Bowl Pro Bowl Chug yeah. uh So, Hertz running quarterback, he's not that good of a quarterback. Uh, He could get banged up easily. Philly has the weapons. Uh, I like Goddard. I like, uh, obviously, like A.J. Brown. I think they have the weapons, as far as pass catchers go, to be successful. And, as you said, the NFC is just awful. So, it wouldn't shock me. Vince Young once made a Pro Bowl, so it, it gets super watered down there. I think if Goddard, or if, if Gardner Minshew starts early enough in the season, I think he's Pro Bowl bound.
1: That's that's a great take. Um, super creative. Um, I was just like going through the NFC quarterbacks, like Rogers, Brady, Stafford. They'll make the Pro Bowl. None of them are going to play. Right. Maybe one of them. Probably one's in the Super Bowl, and you know,
2: doesn't want to have a bad tone. Pro Bowl. guy. Kirk Cousins is
1: going to play. He's he's got nothing better to do. Yeah. So so that last spot is that's a great yeah. I mean guys like Amos Young Jamis. made one. Matt Schaub made one. Uh yeah. Jameis is a contender for sure. Yeah. They don't set a pick limit for eligibility. So yeah, Jameis is there. That's a great take. I I love Gardner Minshew too. He's another that's one of hit. those like, you know. Guys, you, you you can't quit Gardner. I was hoping he would be a Stealer last year, but it,
0: he's a Ryan Fitzpatrick esque type type dude, right? Yep. He's gonna be around a long time. He he literally like I read the article a few weeks ago. I, I had I knew that he lived in a bus, a refurbished bus this this offseason. Um and then I just now googled that just to see some more stuff about it. It was actually uh, he lived in the bus that was parked outside of his gym that he worked out in all the time. <laughs> he just lived there and just worked out all summer. <laughs> How can you not root for that guy?
1: Let's see if we can get him on the podcast. Uh Didn't he like break his hand to, to get another year of eligibility in college football, like hit it with a hammer.
2: That's awesome. If that's seriously (laughs)
1: like, like he, he was, he went on the medical red shirt and he drank a whole lot of whiskey, hit his hand with a hammer to break it so that he could have another year. I'm hang on. Let me, let me look it up and confirm my, be a fact checker here. But, uh, yeah,
0: he, uh, he had his bus. It shut off his his uh, decked out bus, which featured plenty of 1970s style flair, including a lava lamp, white shag throw pillows, and album covers lining the walls. I'm to awesome. watch that video after the podcast.
2: That's yeah, that's true.
0: Chugging that
2: man. Says he tried to. I don't know if he was successful or not. So yeah, Gardner, uh, Eastern uh, Carolina. Uh,
1: yep, yep. He uh. Went home, grabbed a bottle of backdammer, Daniels, and a hammer. Went back to his room, put his hand down on the table, and he hit it several times. Trying to get a medical red shirt.
0: Wow. He tried to get red shirt, or he tried to break his hand and didn't. He didn't successfully. He didn't succeed
1: in either, but it was a really impressive. uh, That's a man. You can't even break your own damn hand. That's a strong hand. Yeah. That's, I don't. Same. I don't have the cojones to hit my own hand with a hammer, for you know. But no, you know, if I did, I can't imagine I hit it hard enough to sure.
0: Break, I don't know. These days, I'll probably just break my hand swinging the hammer with the hand that I'm swinging there, the hammer with. There you go. Yep. Look, I've same. been having so. Yeah. What a man. All right. Got me all hot and bothered now. Thinking about Garter Minshew. Garter Going Minshew, net, love little it. Little man crush action over here. Matt Hickman, what's your next hot take?
1: That's all I I said. I mean, I, I had something that I dabbled in. I had – this isn't strong enough to say it's a take. I think the the lines are frisky and get close to making the playoffs. Again, Yeah. NFC being, I, yeah. I think he's not a great coach, but the, his players love him, and somehow that gets you somewhere. It matters. matters. Um, the lines play hard, and they care, and I think Amon Ross St. Brown's really good. Um. Sadly, Jared Goff isn't. That was the only other. I don't know if that's if that's a strong enough take. I don't. I'm not firm enough on this. Like saying they're going to make the playoffs.
2: I, I put the Chiefs missing the playoffs. That's not really a hot take, uh, but it's it's possible. I mean, that possible. division is so good. I think they're going to beat up on each other, and it, I think they're all four going to be close. So,
1: yeah, if they're all like nine, ten wins, and then the Bengals and Ravens are both good, and they're just the odd one out of the West, sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The the Lions are frisky and close to making the playoffs is what you just said, Hickman. Is that, yeah. a, is that a double meaning or entendre for anything?
1: No, unlike my Ben Roethlisberger Berger takes, which often had two meanings, this does not.
0: This the frisky Lions
1: just mean they're good at football. has nothing to do with anything else. Good is the wrong word. They are not terrible. Maybe
0: The Lions are frisky and close to making the playoffs.
1: <laughs> I'm going to use that as a euphemism for something, and no one will know what it means. Please do. I'll let you know how it goes on my next work call.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it for our Chug, Sip, and Pour segment of the week. You're probably smarter from listening to it, but probably dumber also. So come back next week. We'll have another good segment of Chug, Sip, and Pour. But those were some good hot takes, and I look forward to seeing where they end up this season. Definitely Gronk's coming back, and all of mine are correct. Probably Hickman's as well. Call it. Anywho, next up is how exactly do you say it segment brought to you by we got a sponsor now. Fresca.
2: Fresca. Fresca. Is thats is that zero carbs or no? Zero carbs,
0: sparkling soda water, grapefruit citrus. That's right, guys. It's not a soda. It is sparkling water. Only coming in at 35 milligrams of sodium and one carb. One carb. Okay. These one little carb. bad boys mix with some vodka. You can make yourself a nice sneaky Pete. Two shots of vodka with one of these. It's not so sneaky, Pete. Add fruit for a fruity Pete. Add hot sauce for a Texas Pete. Fresca. <laughs> hot
1: sauce. Fresca's got a new pitch, man. As you grew
0: up, uh-huh. you guys ever heard of Chester drawers?
2: Yes. So, how do you say it, Hickman?
0: Well, I know what you mean.
1: Um, I would say chest you of sh- drawers
2: you should probably ask the least smart one on the podcast first
1: he did, um, he I, did. Would say, <laughs> I would say I would say chest of of drawers but yeah, um yeah.
0: when did you find this out when did you find this out in life that it was chest of drawers
1: okay, so so funny thing. my mom grew up in Craig county um her her uncles were super country, and she was. Ab- like adamant that we would know proper grammar, that we would know how things were pronounced, we would know how to spell things. So that was all my mom. So she would correct any of us. Like my my if, if any of us said you know any southern twang that was not correct grammar mm-hmm. per her. So it was I was pretty young. I knew it was chest of drawers, but I've all my friends I got them Chester drawers.
0: And Chester 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 drawers. Yeah. Call it. When did uh, you find out that it was chest of drawers?
2: Five seconds ago, when or? when you typed it last week in the group message, I was like, mind blown, mind blown. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what the hell a chest or drawer actually was. I don't know if it was a specific kind. I'm just like, oh, cool, whatever. But so when you t- when you actually typed it out and I saw it, I was like, I feel like a dumbass. We're
0: we're Improving people's vocabulary and understanding of the world on this podcast. Starting out with the originator, the owner of the Sports Nuts Beer Gets podcast, Chris Cullett. Now knows it is chest of drawers. That's pretty good. Since, Ron- Since we're on a roll, it's our first time ever doing this segment. I'll hit us with a double take. Is it coming down the pike or coming down the pipe? Cullett, we'll start off with you, buddy.
2: I'm going to assume coming down the pipe, but I don't know okay
1: that's a good one I'm not sure um I think I have always said pike
2: like the turnpike
1: yeah like the like a road another another term for yeah
0: okay it is actually coming down the pike um as the chief roads that connected cities and towns before highways turnpikes brought untold and unforeseen things visitors freight opportunity so the use of Down the pike to describe the arrival of unknown makes sense. So as it gets closer, you see it coming down the pike. This is quite educational.
1: It really is. This is a good one.
0: So that concludes our segment of how do you say it for this week? Brought to you by Fresca. Fresca, the sparkling water. It's not soda.
1: I'm going to have to make myself a Texas Pete. I feel like I'm going to hate myself afterwards, but
0: you, we can't say Texas Pete because of copyright infringement. it's, oh, it's, a, it's just a, a spicy Pete. Sp- oh, sorry, or hot, S- a hot Pete. S- spicy Peter. Spicy Peter. Call called a spicy Peter. Spicy
1: Peter. That's that's we use a good Christian name there.
0: We were watching. Um, we introduced the boys to Harry Potter a couple of weeks ago, and Drew kept asking, "Where's Harry Peter?" Um, on the first one. <laughs> I kind of just let it roll for a while before he finally corrected him. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Well, that is actually a really good segue into our dad moment of the week. Um, we're all dads here on this podcast. Actually, I believe our entire league, everyone's a dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty cool. So it's cool to kind of talk about the kids and proud moments, probably hilarious moments <clears throat> and, and just moments that we'll be able to actually kind of crystallize into this podcast that we'll never get to, have to forget. And our kids can, one day listen to this and think, Oh my goodness. So tell it, I'm going to let you go first. I'll go second. Uh, I'm going to hit me go last because um, we,
2: we know Rico's going to have a great moment for sure. <laughs> um, so I was going to mention taking the kid to his first day for school. We stopped for breakfast, refused. He wanted something to eat and they got the food and they refused to eat because he had, he had some nerves going on. So that was kind of cute, kind of adorable, whatever. And then tonight, right before the podcast, I promised I'd play hockey with him tonight when I got home. Worked a little late, didn't actually get home until about an hour before the podcast. A- ate supper real fast. I was, like, I was like, big guy, let's play hockey. He's like, what are we playing to? And I was like, let's just play for fun. Shoot the puck back and forth. The puck's a little foam ball, nothing harmful or anything. We play in the living room almost nightly. Uh, tonight, we're playing, just having a good time. He elevates the puck right, hits hits my right testicle just – could not have centered it up anymore <laughs>
1: nice job, dude. Uh,
2: just nailed it and i'm like oh my god i can just feel it like just going up my gut just all the way and i'm like gosh that is that's bad mm. uh and just looking at his face on excitement on how excited he got when he hit that hit me in the balls was just like okay i was like it's hard to like i'm pissed because it hurts but i'm like just to see his excitement i was like i don't know that i've ever seen him more excited than Hitting me in the balls with the hockey puck. So kudos to Jameson on the shot. He he did say he was like, I wasn't trying to hit him there. I tried to hit his belly. And I was like, a <laughs> little like, low. Was like, thanks, big guy. But uh, yeah. Here's
0: too so, many more nut shots.
2: Yeah, it's coming. Jameson.
0: I'm sure. <laughs> mine, mine this week, um, Bodie is actually stepping back on the soccer field on Saturday. Ooh, oh, that's you know. man. And I just noticed this 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 week the the limp is just about gone. So, just really proud of him. I'm not going to go into detail about the whole situation. You guys know it, but um, you know last season definitely got taken away from him. And I'm hoping to see some magic happen this year. He's got practice on uh, it's actually tomorrow night. have was last practice for his first game on Saturday. So I'll definitely be keeping you guys posted how that goes. I know last year he probably would have been the best player on the on the team, and we'll see how it how it goes this year. I'm really proud of that. And also, my little man got uh, uh, Drew I'm trying to think just, you know, what's Drew been up to, right? Um, this kid, he's just a gamer. He he loves to play games. And I started actually talking to him t- this week about games he's beaten. And, like, a kid that age, <laughs> he's actually beating these these games. He'll like get, get kind of, like, entrenched in them, but he's actually beating them and, like, completing them, and he has a count on, like, how he's doing on them, wow. which is pretty cool and um but he also he's gonna start karate so that's that's pretty cool too it's a lot of
1: people
0: lot to be proud of there that's awesome lot going on
1: um so i got trying to decide with our with our with our boy porter um so uh lots happened lately we took took the kids to a uh preseason football game jags and Fal- falcons so we rode the marta in and the whole time where there porter is like narrating the ride to everyone in the marta Love he's it. like whoa dad there's tops of cars like yeah buddy he's like did you see the excavator and he's like pointing at the excavator and like talking to other people <laughs> in in the train the whole time he's glued to the side of the of the window he was so excited but um that's actually not the main thing I want to mention. So, uh, my poor guy, he um, he has struggled with accuracy using the bathroom. It's it's tough, you know, when you're, yeah. when you're that age. So
0: tough doesn't get thirty six years old. So <laughs> sure, it doesn't yeah. get better when you're eight years old either. we six. <laughs> yeah. So um, he
1: he was tired of cleaning up his own pee. So what he does now is. Drops his pants, faces the toilet, leans all the way over to where his head is like at a 90 degree angle against the back of the toilet. (laughs) So he can pee directly into the toilet, butt up in the air, and to his credit, he does not miss, (laughs) though it's not the most comfortable. So the other, his other, uh, um, you know, idea for that is anytime he's outside, he's like, Oh, dad, I'm going to pee in the bushes. So he just drops trowel and just goes pees and like, you know, weaves back and forth and sprays everything he can find because it's you know our our backyard. It's got a big fence. So it works out. Um, and today I was in the backyard. He did that and he started to run out to the front yard um, before bringing his pants back up. So had to put the brakes on, get his pants, you know, back where they needed to be. But
2: uh, uh, I'm looking forward to so. October 22nd. Just, just, just to hang with Rico. <laughs> Rico no reason. It'll Sorry, be fun, man. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Benny. Just come I, hang I, out with Porter. Yeah, I just want to hang out with Rico and just be like, "You're my man, Blue." <laughs> are we trying to make that happen for sure?
1: I mean, I mean, hey, uh, invitation is open. Um, yeah. Like, is, say, it, I'm, is
2: that a firm date now, or yeah. is that okay?
1: Uh, let me. I can. I will send it in the in the group chat later. Artists. But uh, yeah. yeah, are
2: we making that a ha- are we making that a Halloween party by any chance?
1: Oh, we
0: could. That'd be fantastic because we have the kids that weekend. Is it oh, we, kid, it's, it's bringing kids right
2: yes absolutely we'll probably get a hotel just because i'm embarrassed by my kids uh and their actions from time to time to. so we'll talk offline don't we'll talk about offline people, about it yeah, but yeah
1: there's, there's some things in the works yeah so anyway that dad, dad corner that's a fun segment for this we're all dads i feel like we've all got some content here we can bring weekly
0: Oh, sure.
1: nice job with that
0: i'm sure what else we got guys anything else to discuss
2: I think That's it. Hey, baby, that's it.
0: That's a wrap.
1: I'm glad to you know be back here doing this with you guys uh, every now and then again. It's been quite a couple years for all of us. So uh, one thing has, has absolutely stayed strong. Uh, I was talking to actually somebody at work today, how crazy it is. That I've got all these friends from college and we still like, we're still close. We still hang out and that's really incredible. Um, so really appreciate you guys and just carving this time out every week to to sit down and chat. And again, it may be here sometimes, maybe a different group of people, but uh yeah, uh regardless, it's an awesome group. So appreciate For y'all. Sure. I'm thankful
0: to be back. For sure. Thing thing, man. Our friendship stays the same. Times change, things have changed the past two years. But you know the one thing that stays the same. If you drink, don't drive.
1: Do the watermelon crawl.
0: Do the watermelon crawl.
1: Boom.